Eat, no, go ahead. Oh, shit. <laughs> go ahead and eat your McGriddle. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're recording. Yeah. It's all right. Finish. <laughs> Hold on. They'll wait. All right. Hold on. Got some stuck in my throat. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome once again to the Save Continue podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. This here is Tom Shelby. Hello. Uh, this week we have a special guest, James Sandusky. Howdy. Uh, Shanae is out again with diarrhea. Every week we get together and talk about wait, video wait, games. Wait, James, I mean, see, that's you. Oh. That's Ryan. Yeah. You got to get it like right up on it. Yeah. There you like, go. Like it's a uh, like it's like it's someone you're in love with. <laughs> like it up on it like that. Okay. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. Uh, we every week we get together and talk about video games and other stuff. Uh, Tom. Yes. Last night. Mm. I was playing Darksiders two. Yeah. You know I really. So like we've had. We buy each other games on a pretty regular basis. Yeah, I buy, like buy Sine games sometimes. Yeah, uh, we've had uh, in the past a couple. I've sent games to a couple listeners. Listeners have sent games to me from time to time. But like with us getting a little bit more involved with Discord and that very slowly growing, I've noticed I've noticed a trend that I'm I'm really liking. Like james sent me a game mm-hmm. uh shadow gate which we played a little bit of together he has sent uh, me zero games <laughs> uh you know uh, other people have sent me games i've sent other people games uh people in our discord are now friends on other like gaming platforms and all that yeah that's really cute. and i really like that like i got on steam the other day and i saw that i think you james and abs are now friends on there i cute. believe that's cute uh, like i really like that boys boys been friends with the boys uh, it's just nice that like we're we're slowly building this little community I, and i like it yeah yeah um it gets real funny in there yeah last night especially <laughs> was real funny with uh <laughs> james and rez rez is fucking hilarious by yeah. the way he's trying to give you some he's trying to give uh, sandy some old school knowledge and sandy wasn't having it yeah well, and what do you say in 95 we call that honey dips Oh, because I asked, uh, I asked him <laughs> if he remembers back when uh, uh, women were referred to as honeys. Yeah. And then he said honey dips. Yeah. And then we laughed, even though we had no idea what honey dip meant. Well, because Rez is even older than we are. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, and then he linked us to a music video called Honey Dip. Yeah. Uh, which was pretty cool. It was hilarious. Yeah. And then uh, that I, will be my screen name going forward. <laughs> I uh, I told Sandy to uh, make sure he hit it up, hit him up style, and then I linked him to the video for the song <laughs> "Hit Him Up Style." Sure, sure. By a one Blue Cantrell. Uh, Sandy, did you listen to that music video, that song? Uh, for about fifteen seconds. <laughs> you didn't. Even, that's that's that, not that even long. <laughs> that's not even long enough to get to the chorus where she says, "Hit him up, style." It is not a good song. No, uh, I, I, I remember hearing that song. Yeah. And I, was just, I was like, "This sounds familiar." I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we talk about it's, it's sometimes. Mostly, it's games, but sometimes it devolves into nonsense. It's, it's like so you know, funny. people are are getting friends, uh, like you know, meeting friends on there and uh, buying games for each other, and it's it's just it's nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. 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 Because, like, I've been a part of other online communities. I'm, I'm in, like, four Splatoon discords. 
It's a lot. Fucking, you know, several hundred friends on PSN. But, like, I don't interact with people the way that we've all been interacting on there. Is the conversation in those four uh, Splatoon discords different? Yes. Yeah, they're for different things. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of it's local Splatoon stuff. Some of it's national Splatoon stuff. I mean, it's all Splatoon stuff. So... Uh, last night when I came over here, Sandy, I was watching um, some Overwatch League. God, Overwatch is boring to watch. I was having a good time. Tom hated it, though. I have not played that game yet. It's Here's the thing. It's not a problem with the game. It's a problem with the way that they film the the competition. They could afford to clean that up a bit. Like the 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 screenshots the, or the screen capture that they choose to use is very poor. Because, like, they're showing payload. What is basically payload, yeah. right? Which we've seen in other games. Yeah. And I've watched competitive payload matches for other games. And they're just, it's, it's done so much better. Whereas, like, in Team Fortress or Splatoon, they'll concentrate yeah. uh, the video they, capture on the payload itself. What, whereas this is bouncing all over the place and you have yeah, no idea the, who's the prob- winning. The problem is, I mean, they, they rely, because they were on a... If you haven't played a payload type game before, basically, typically you're going to see a, a progression meter across the top of the screen, basically showing you how close the payload is to where it, to its destination, right? Uh, so they have an over reliance on that on that meter, uh, and so they will typically cut away from the payload itself to focus on people who actually aren't on the payload at all. Um, and sometimes they're just they're doing stuff that's kind of dumb. Uh, they sh- I definitely think that they should have kept the camera squared on that payload. I mean, maybe not the whole time. Most of like, it, though. With you know, with a game mode like that, and with a game like Overwatch, they're making the assumption that people know what's going on and know what all that menu, mm-hmm. uh, not menu stuff, all the UI stuff is, mm-hmm. right? Uh, whereas you watch Splatoon, and even if you've never seen Splatoon before, you can gather what the goal is and what actually is happening there. Or like fighting games, it's very easy to tell what's going on, even if you've never played a fighting game, right? Yeah. Whereas with Overwatch, like, I understood what was going on because of that meter. Yeah. But average Joe, who's never played Overwatch, isn't going to get it. Yeah. Um, so I think that I think that in that way, it can be kind of exclusory, because it's like, because unless you like have some basic idea of what's going on, then you're not going to get it at all. And that kind of sucks. Um for people who might be looking to check that stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, though, um, I did actually have a good time watching it. Uh, I'm probably going to be a regular viewer moving forward. Um, I don't know. It was just it was a, it was a good time. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Overwatch more lately, uh, with some regularity with friends, um, which is I feel like is more fun to play those games that way. With, sure. with friends uh, than it is with, with randos, especially considering how much that game relies on communication. Any teamwork-based game that relies heavily on communication is just more fun with friends. Uh, hell, even Killing Floor is more fun with friends, and we don't communicate about that game hardly at all Yeah, uh, when we're playing it, because we're, we're just usually just talking about bullshit. Uh, but even still, even games like that are better with friends, too. Um they should make but it. But like, even when you and I are playing, and even when we used to play with Birdo or whatever, like we'll still make callouts to each other. Yeah. You know? You ever notice how... Well, I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but 
when you try to play a game that way and like uh like you do call out and you know kind of try to relay situation specific information to your teammates that are that happen to be strangers mm-hmm. and sometimes they treat you like you're kind of dumb for doing that yeah for sure you see that a lot in like really popular games with a huge online audience right like call of duty yeah which i do like call of duty i know a lot of people don't but oh, a lot a lot of people say they don't right but uh you know like killing floor at least on playstation i haven't played enough on pc yet at least on playstation killing floor had a very good community yeah uh playing with strangers i had a, i had a great time yeah but i'm excited for that endless mode yeah because uh, that's kind of what i want out of that game James, what do you think of Killing Floor so far? It's fun. Um, I heard you got your jammies. Yeah, it was the first crate I opened was thing of jammies, and then the, <laughs> and then the cause it started off with like the which, seven pack. Which jammies did you get? Oh god, I don't remember. What color are they? Pink. Pink oh, that, and white, I think those those are good jammies. Yeah, those are good jammies. Is it a game that you could see yourself continuing to play though? Like. If you're playing with friends, if you're playing with us, will you continue to play it, or is it just not your cup of tea? No, I'll play it. Um, yeah. Generally, well, what I've been doing is I'll just play, play like one or two matches a day. Yeah. Um, and and me too. Like, I'll jump on, do the daily real quick, and jump out, you know. But If I'm by myself, that's what I'll do. But if I'm with friends, I'll play as long as they're willing to play. Sure, sure. Uh, and I, I, find, I typically find myself getting kind of bummed out when someone, when someone makes that last match call. Yeah. yeah. They're like, all right, I think this is going to be my last one, and I get kind of bummed. Well, because it's never you. It is, ne- <clears throat> it is never me. You'll just keep going. I will. Because I, like, I don't have a life, and I don't have shit to do. Yeah. Like, so I'm yeah. just like, you guys don't want to <laughs> you you sure play a little bit more? Yeah. Uh, yeah, y'all think they're gonna do more holiday themed events like Christmas? Oh man, I hope so. Like they I do, did, they did Halloween as well. I hope that they do. I just like I feel like they. We should... don't need Christmas to still be going. You know, in th- mid January, far into January. You and know? I, I think Christmas started in November. Yeah, uh, which like cut it off a little sooner. Yeah, I I think that Christmas events shouldn't exist outside of the month of December. It's like Portal Nights. Portal Nights Christmas is still going on. Yeah, and I, I get it. Like, you want to give people the chance to uh, to experience that stuff. But my whole thing is that if you... I feel like if you, if you are a, a fan of that game and you play it with any kind of regularity, uh, you'll find time in the course of 30 days, or 31 days, to play that game. Well... And the, the whole thing is, like, the first day I played the Christmas event, I was done with the Christmas event, yeah. you know? And, so, and then you just have to, like, yeah. look at it for another month. I'm glad that they kept the Krampus level. I think it's a good level. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they kept Krampus as a boss in the form of another boss. But, uh, what is it? Abomination. Yeah. So he still has the armor and everything? Right. Like, I think that's a fun boss fight. Yeah. But... Um, well, it's like with Diablo, I saw they brought back the Darkening of Tristram event. Yeah. Oh, did they really? Yeah. yeah. See, I think that's good, though, because that, that wasn't really a seasonal thing. That was just supposed to be a one-time thing. And I was like, man, a lot of people that probably would like to play this are not going to be able to play it. Yeah. So I think it's good that they brought that back. But, like, something that's, like, is so heavily themed on Halloween or so heavily themed on Christmas is like, I don't need it to last that long, man. You know, Christmas has been over for a, while, for a while. Yeah. Do a Thanksgiving event. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think someone should do a Thanksgiving event, and I think that I would love it in Killing Floor. Turn everything into turkeys. Well, we talked uh, last year about like different 
holiday themed video games yeah like you know costume quest and things of that nature mm -hmm. and like we had trouble thinking of a thanksgiving video game i can't think of like the closest thing i can think of is that south park fps that came out in on the, the 64 yeah and there was and it was based there's that it was based around that episode that episode of south park that was thanksgiving and you kill all those turkeys yeah that's pee the closest thing i can think i of. remember all the kids at school thought it was so great that you could pee on the snowballs yeah yeah i'm i don't remember talking to the kids at school about it but i do remember peeing on those snowballs yeah um i do remember south park games generally not being that great at the time i thought that game was fine for the time you know what was really good around that time because it was on 64 as well was chef's love shack wasn't that that trivia game yeah i mean it was a lot of south park trivia so if you're not in south park you're not gonna like it but at yeah. that time everyone i knew was into south park sure uh and you know mini games it was it was fun um they don't make a lot of TV show video games anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, all the licensed stuff goes to mobile now. That's true. Not uh, all of it, but a, a lot of it. Uh, I remember Family Guy got a got a video game during the PS2 era. Mm. Simpsons had a lot. Yeah, Simpsons had a they, lot. They got. They had a. I feel like they had Road Rage. Wait, not, was it Road Rage? Yeah, Simpsons Road Rage. Simpsons yeah. Road Rage, and there was another hit one that run. Came, hit and run, like came out around the same time. But even like going far back to the NES, there was like what Bart's Nightmare or something like that, and like there was Virtual Bart, Virtual Bart. Uh, there was the fucking Itchy and Scratchy game. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Like Simpsons, Simpsons arcade game. There's a fuck ton of Simpsons games. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I. I heard Hit and Run's really fun too. I never played it. I couldn't. I never knew the difference between Hit and Run and Road Rage. I don't know. Did y'all ever play the wrestling one? No, but it looks so good. But it got terrible reviews. Apparently, Ned Flanders is like the most overpowered character. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I had a girlfriend in high school whose brother played that game fairly often, and so it I, looks fun. Um, I remember sixteen-year-old Ryan thinking that game didn't look too great. Yeah. Um. I think as a 16-year-old, you thought you were too cool for The Simpsons. No. <laughs> no I don't think so. Because I was still watching The Simpsons at 16. Uh, <coughs> but the idea of thinking that I'm too cool for The Simpsons is pretty funny, though. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, I just That game just didn't look very good. But then again, I've never actually played it. Well, you know, we talked about like how games review and all that. And like, yeah. I just bought Agents of Mayhem, mm -hmm. which that game did not review well. But, like, it looks fun to me, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to try it, you know? And, Are you having uh, fun? So far. I mean, I'm only an hour in. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, I didn't, I'm just saying, like, if it, if it looks fun to you, buy it. Yeah. You know? I didn't see you kill anything in that game. There was just a lot of running and jumping, and then you turn the game off. Oh, there's a good amount of killing. Actually yeah. starts with a lot of killing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, well, I'm, I'm sure there is a lot of killing. I just didn't see yeah. any while you were playing. Um, yeah. So, uh... Like I said, like last night I was playing Dark Souls Two, Dark Souls, Dark Siders Two. Yeah, that game is a lot of fun. Like it's a lot of fun, uh, in a way that like I felt like Dark Siders One wasn't. Um, I think Dark Siders One was fine. Uh, it, just like the it whole was, it was high like, fantasy meets modern time thing never really works for me. You know, I don't know. It was like it like the thing about Dark Siders One it was it was like it was pretty rad like out of the gate. Yeah, and then like. It kind of just like it, it drags. Like very yeah, very early on, it starts. I start. I'm start to be like, 
All right. <laughs> but Darksiders 2, like, playing the little bit that I have of that, it reminds me of games like, you know, tr- more traditional Fable games, uh, or even a little bit like Kingdoms of Amalur. And I'm like, yeah, obviously it's very different from those. Yeah. But we don't get a lot of those kinds of games nowadays. Uh, and I miss those games. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, so like, it scratches that itch. Yeah, I actually like. Usually, I'll get a game, and I'll play it, and then I'm like, okay, that's cool that I have that game. I'll I'll go back and finish it sometime. Yeah. But I actually found myself like this morning wishing that I hadn't left my computer over here because I yeah, was yeah. like, sure would like to play some Darksiders two right now. That's good though, and uh, it's funny to me because like you and I are the same, and James, you might be this way as well. Where like you buy so many games, where it's like. Well, I just got these. Yep. I've just bought these five games. So I'm going to play an hour of this, and then I'm going to go play an hour of that, and then I'm going to go play an hour of that. And then I'm going to go back up, and play And then you end up never finishing any of them. Yeah, then I'm, now I'm going to go back and play a game that I bought six months ago. But then, Ryan, like, every so often something will grab him. Like, you did it with, with Spec Ops, mm-hmm. where, like, the first time you played it, you played through most of it, mm-hmm. right? Like, the first time you played that game, you played all but, like, an hour or two. I'm actually it. about to play that game again. Right. <laughs> and then same thing with Darksiders. I yeah. bought it for you yesterday, and, like, you played that until you until you left. Yeah, I played it till yeah. I got too sleepy. Uh, yeah, I think Darksiders is going to be that for me again, which makes me, like... Because my whole thing was... I didn't end up finishing Darksiders 1 because I got bored, and that game started feeling like work. Uh, so I was just like, I'm just going to read the story. And then you don't start two because you think you're missing out from not playing the first one. Yeah. So like, well, I was like, I really want to play part two. Cause I was like, I, I had made the resolute decision that I was not going to play through Darksiders one. I just wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Cause that game bores me. Uh, no offense to people who love Darksiders one. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's a bad game by any means. It's not a bad game. I just, it got boring after a little bit. Does it make you, is anybody excited for Darksiders three? I am. And that's why I like, I'm playing through Darksiders two. Yeah. Because uh, I want to, I want to know what goes on with a. Because I feel like Fury is. I, f- I, ha- I On one hand, I feel like uh, Dark Siders Three is going to be similar to Dark Siders Two, but on another hand, I'm feeling like maybe they do a totally different game because she's a different horseman, horse lady. I mean, one and two are pretty sim- similar. I feel like two is definitely a bit more open ended. But mm. James, I mean, what's your experience with Dark Siders? Uh, the first one, I. Started on it, I was like, well, I've heard this is a really good game. Yeah. And I got about an hour into it, and I was just like, eh. <laughs> and, I don't know, it was just, I just, I stopped playing. Yeah. And a couple months later, I went back to give it another shot, because my friend and I kind of compete for achievements. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, ah, fine, I'll just keep going. <laughs> well, see, that game reviewed pretty well. Um, I mean, I stand by it. It's a good game. It's yeah. just not for me. Yeah. Uh, I like that, like, because... People are right. It is, at least from the beginning, was very much a Zelda clone. I feel like... Uh, and then, it, 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 you know, it's kind of like Zelda meets God of War. Yeah. You know? But uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The characters, though, on there it, it were just... They're un, un, uninteresting. They're very 90s, right? It's it's that dude that just did Battle Chasers. It's yeah. the same guy. Uh, yeah. And, like, that's based on a 90s, 80s or 90s comic, you know? Mm-hmm. And it certainly feels that way, right? Like, you look at those character models and you think of things like Spawn and whatnot, right? They, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, War and like war and Death, at least, both very much look like action figures. Right, right. Um, which is, like, that's not a bad thing at all. Like, I'm totally into that, but... Um, and I don't need... I'm not expecting, you know, like, the best... Like, the most, like 
riveting story I've ever seen, but at the same time, like, I'd like it to be fun to... I'd like, I'd like to have fun with the character, and I always... I felt like War was just, like, very... Like, he's just kind of just there. Yeah. Well, I think James uh, bringing, up, bringing up the characters is an interesting thing, because you and I talk pretty often about, like... <sighs> Like, Dustin Elysian Tale is a good game. It reviewed well. I had fun playing it, mm-hmm. but I can't get past that character model. I don't want to sure. look at that for 10 hours. Yeah. You know? Uh, and that's such a dumb thing. I don't know, because, like... But it's a thing. Tom know? and I both have an aversion to anthropomorphic animals who are proportioned like humans. <laughs> <laughs> like, because you... Like, but I love the Ninja Turtles. You know? Yeah. Maybe that's just because I came up with that? I don't know. I don't know. Like, okay, but, so I love, I love Ratchet. Right, uh, but Ratchet's not a real animal. But he's he, not an animal that exists. He's a sure, long okay. axe, you know. Okay, I. What's another one? I don't know. Bubsy. Yeah. Ryan loves Bubsy. I do. Love, do. <laughs> I do love Bubsy. Uh, I don't know. I like. Uh, I like banjo. But see, all the ones I can think of are like old ones that that we came up with, Crash Bandicoot and Mickey Mouse it, and things it, like that. You the, know, the thing of the thing of it is, is this when like, it's a new one. It's when, well, no, to because me. like, <laughs> when, like, like you make your know. anthropomorphic animal character, you make them shorter than a human. Yeah, right. But if you make, if you give me, if you give me a cat person who is five foot eight, that's it's weird to me. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I don't. It, it just looks dumb to me, honestly. It's like like uh, that. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. When they tried to reboot it, mm-hmm. oh yeah, the one they did horrible. The Sonic Boom? No, not Sonic Boom. I think it was just it was oh six Sonic the it was Sonic the Hedgehog where I never played it, but I heard it's like Sonic's got like some female human romantic. Oh yeah. yes, he does. Yeah. It is weird. I mean, I just don't know why no one saw the problem with that. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, what I'm getting at is like character design can make or break a game for me. And I can still acknowledge that that game is a good game. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. Well, I mean, I, we talked about it, I think, last week or the week before about the difference between acknowledging that a game is technically good while also saying that the game is not for you. But like, Dust always sticks out to me because that's a game that I should love, right? It's a Metroidvania with a combat system that's very similar to Odin Sphere, which is one of my favorite games, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's just I, I can't get behind you can't, it. You can't get behind that. What is he? What is he? A cat man? Something like that. Yeah, you can't get behind that, right? Because yeah. it was it was all the it was all the talking animals that did it for you. Yeah. Now, if they were all humans, you'd probably love that game. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because like there's weird animal people in Odin Sphere, so so I don't know. Maybe are they proportioned like humans? Sort of. Kind of. Okay. I mean. They're proportioned the way that the humans in that game are proportioned, which is not quite like humans, you know. Mm-hmm. But what? What about? Uh, how do you feel about Koopa Troopas? I'm for them. Okay. Uh, Especially if they're paratroopas. Okay. <laughs> what about the Goombas from the Mario Brother movie? I like them. I, you know that? Yes, that's a bad movie. But I loved that movie when it came out. Is it a bad movie though? It is. It's yeah, a bad movie. It's a bad movie. Like, by what metric is it a bad movie? Like, what's what's the worst part about that movie? There's no. I mean, you could say it's a bastardization of Mario, and that's sure. fine. But like, does is it really? You don't have a lot to go off of when it comes to Mario's story and lore. Yeah. But like, just the writing, the comedy, like it's not. It's not good. 
the acting. Like, there's good actors in it. They did not act well in that movie, yeah. you know. But, yeah. It's the best Dennis Hopper movie ever. Sure. Uh, fuck. Pep- Propaganda Palace has uh, has that action figure. The Goomba? The Dennis Hopper Oh, <laughs> from that movie. I didn't know yeah. they made an action figure out of that. Yeah. Uh, am I remembering correctly that the way that they got the ju- their jumping prowess is they were wearing those special boots? Yeah, and I thought that was so cool. As a kid, that is cool. Yeah. You know? They gr- they tried to ground it in reality. Yeah. You know? Well, they had the bullet bill in there. I don't remember that. I, I remember that Yoshi. You, you would load the bullet <laughs> bill into like a little thing in the heel, and then you would Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Sandy, how much do you feel like you know about Final Fantasy? Um, the main core series I know a lot. When okay. It gets to all the side stuff, I'm kind of sketchy. So, do you, okay, this is something, because you mentioning the bullet bill in the boots made me think of Final Fantasy VIII and Gunblades. I hate that game. You hate that game? I hate that game. What do you hate about Final Fantasy VIII? The plot. Mm. So, I'm not going to, like, defend that game, but I love the way that game looks. Visually, I love that game. Mm. Well, it was the first one where they made it like kind of actual like, human proportions, yeah. yeah. Especially like when you look at seven, yeah. yeah. That, and I think that. They, well, I w- I was about to say they did that from eight on, but then immediately after nine, yeah. nine. Uh, but then they then they went back to doing it again in uh, in ten, yeah. Um, but people love nine though. What's weird is the people that love eight hate nine and vice versa. Yeah, wonder why that is. I like both of those games. Because they're so different, right? Like you said, the character models are... The design and characters is completely different. Mm-hmm. The aesthetic, like one's more, much more fantasy, like traditional Final Fantasy. One's much more future tech, modern-y, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I actually like both of those games. Um, I like 13. Um, many people say that they don't. I like 13. But I never played 13-2 or Lightning Returns. Mm-hmm. I also like Lightning uh, as a character. A lot. Of, I've I've heard a lot of people say that they don't like her. I liked her. I don't know, like why not? She seems pretty cool. I, I think it's because she's very emotionless. Oh, well, you have to be when you're a mercenary, you know. Well, yeah. she was like a female cloud. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I remember. Uh, <laughs> I remember, uh, Sandy. I don't know if you heard me tell this story, but uh, back in 2006, when um. <clears throat> Final Fantasy 12 came out. Uh, it came out on Halloween of 2006, and when I was working at the video game store, uh, we were having a costume contest, and whomever had the best costume would get a copy of Final Fantasy 12 for free. Well, that's cool. Um, the funny thing about it, though, was as you might as you might have expected, there was a lot of clouds and Sephiroths and, and stuff there. Sure. Uh, and then there was a guy who came dressed as Ben Franklin, and he won. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah that's funny stuff. Um, also, that same, yes, that same year, uh, uh, did uh, the Gears of War came out, and I remember I had to kick people out of line because a guy was getting uh, a bloge in the line. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. I've seen some weird stuff at midnight releases. Yeah. I've only been to a few, but they've all been pretty similar. Yeah. I remember when uh, Fall of Reach came out, 
I went to go pick it up, and I'm walking to the thing, and I hear everybody just chanting, remember Reach. Yeah. That's so funny to think about that franchise and people waiting in line for that specifically. Mm-hmm. It's funny to think about now. You know, Do they still do a midnight release for every one of those games? That I would out? assume so. Probably. That, like, that franchise is on the decline, but there are mm-hmm. still so many people that love it. Shit, Red vs. Blue, I believe, still goes on. Mm-hmm. When did that one? We were in high school, yeah. you know. Yeah, now it's just, we were in high school, and that only that that and that was like only for that didn't that didn't have the popularity that it that it apparently has now. Yeah, well, it's official now, right? Like, yeah, Microsoft. It, it's endorsed by Microsoft now. It never used to be. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Halo's a weird thing to think about. How's that? I don't know. It was like so fucking huge, and like now it's just kind of there. Yeah. There's still people that love it, yeah. but it's, there's not this zeitgeist around it. There's not like this hype around it like there used to be, even with the last release. Yeah, um, I think the the most I I think that the highest I'd ever seen uh, people get hyped for that game was uh, when Halo Two came out. Yeah, two, um, because it was like the first sequel to what was then the biggest game on the planet. Um, What's funny is like so many people were psyched for the Master Chief Collection and then let down quickly thereafter. But well, it was because all the multiplayer was yeah. fucked. Yeah, but I feel like that's why you want it, right? Like early Halo games, people, I, I, you, you, and a lot of our friends played the first Halo mm-hmm. on Legendary over and over again, right? Oh, yeah. But like for a long time, Halo's been more about multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like, I mean, that's where you, I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like I played a shitload of Halo multiplayer, uh, mostly Halo two. Um, but I always, I've always been more of a cooperative kind of person, uh, for the most part. Like I do like some competitive experiences. Like I, I enjoy, I enjoy me some Overwatch, but if you, if you, uh, if you said, Hey Ryan, you want to play some Overwatch with your friends or play some killing floor with your friends? I'd probably say I want to play some killing floor with my friends. Do you think like all the Halo people like dipped and went to destiny. I feel like that's a reasonable assumption to make. Um, Cause like our friend Eric, who's got a fucking halo giant halo tattoo on his arm. Oh yeah. Like he dipped and went to destiny. Yeah. I wonder how he feels about that tattoo. I don't know. Um, yeah. I feel like it's a reasonable expectation to make, especially considering the fact that as someone who played as much halo as I did, uh, destiny felt immediately familiar. Yeah. Um, and I felt like it, it. I felt like it was just. It gave me something that felt like Halo, but wasn't Halo, and kind of took me in a different direction. Um, I didn't care for it. Initially, I didn't either. Yeah. It wasn't until a year after release that I actually started liking that game. Um, which is to say that like it took them, like restructuring almost the entire game in order for me to like it. Um, and I've still, I'm still know whether or not I'm going to get Destiny two. Don't. I'm feeling like I won't. I, I <laughs> at first I was I was like yeah I'm totally getting Destiny two but now I'm like nah. It's funny because that game at launch people loved it so much and that like that fanfare died down so quickly. Yeah. But if you think about it, the same thing happened with the first one until mm-hmm. Taken King came out. So like I think they'll eventually put out an expansion and then people will be back into it. Yeah. But I don't know. That ten year plan. This is a weird show hot, though. We're kind of all over the place. I feel like that's pretty much every week. Yeah. 
Uh, and I never really notice it until you say this is a weird show. Well, sometimes we have a topic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I also feel like that's not always necessary. Sure. Um, just having a conversation with our, with our, with my bros, um, which I feel like that's what podcasting is. Unless you do a news podcast where you're like, uh, today the president uh, said F-52s when he really meant... <laughs> <laughs> I'd, well, I'd turn in a resume for a news podcast. Yeah. We'll so see how that goes. I thought it would be really funny, though, if you, w- if you showed up and you were like, uh, welcome to the Save Continue... Uh, sponsored by the newspaper. <laughs> uh, I actually thought I thought that would be funny because I felt like that if it, if that turned into one of those call-in podcasts, yeah, which I know it wouldn't be, but if it did turn into that, like it would just be an hour of you telling people that they were wrong. <laughs> it's daily. Yeah, have to record a podcast every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it would be like what. Like what? Ten minutes? No, it'd be like an hour. An hour. Yeah. Talk about the. It would, and you'd just be talking about San Antonio news for an hour. Yep. We'll see. You think there would be enough news to talk about for an hour every day? Yeah, I think so. Uh, my the biggest concern is a lot of outlets like that don't want you doing something else. So I'm like, are they going to be like, well, you will give you a job, but you can't do the thing you're already doing. You know. Mm-hmm. That would suck. Yeah. They don't have to know about it. <laughs> sure. I mean, look. I mean, this is part of the resume. Our YouTube is part of the resume. Shit. Yeah. You should say you should put in parentheses now defunct so they don't know really <laughs> looking for it. Well, they want to see everything you've worked on, you know. Uh, so here's what we do, Tom. What we do is uh, we put up we put up an episode. Yeah. That says this is our final episode. We're not making any more after this. And then uh, we're like, we're just kidding. We were trying to help. We're just trying to help Tom get that job, but we didn't want them looking around into what he was doing. Sure. I mean, look, I don't think I'll get it anyway. But if I do, and they say, then they say we don't want you doing that, then I won't take it. You know. Yeah. yeah we've got a. I don't need that job. We've got an opening at Arby's coming Thursday. Cool. <laughs> Tom, oh, that's right. Because well, well, you won't be there. So why the hell do I want to work there? <laughs> Tom, do you think you could make? Do you think you could con, you can concoct? better video game based ads than the person that's there currently that's where at the arby's ad department oh no their their social media person's fantastic you don't think you could do better ones than that Mm -mm. that's what i was talking about with my boss the other day how i it seems like i think they're the first fast food restaurant that's actively gone after the gamer market well it's one person in particular who i think kyle actually knows Mm. uh and you know interestingly enough a lot of the people that own those IPs mm-hmm. have apparently like sent cease and desists <laughs> hmm. yeah which I which I, I bet is which the, I'm like that's free fucking publicity you know yeah. like I don't know I don't know that's another thing I never understood that yeah like what like Arby's is not, never putting anything out there saying something bad about a game well even still like yeah. on one hand you're just like I don't want you making money off of our brand sure but it's a different kind of money yeah. like they're not making other video game money right. off of your brand they're right. making sandwich money sandwich money <laughs> right which is also like and also here's the thing too is the the people who know what that ad is already bought your game well, look, let's yeah. say there, there was still something like a crazy taxi where there's like KFC and Pizza Hut in there. Yeah. Then it's a conflict of interest. Then you don't want Arby's doing a crazy taxi thing. Yeah. But that's not the case, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
Like I don't I don't get that. Like I love the Arby's social media shit. Yeah, I love it. I'll be honest. I, I don't eat at Arby's, um, but I do like. You those don't apps. like a beef and cheddar from time to time. I don't know what that tastes like. It's pretty good. I th- think they also did a venison recently, right? Oh, like that a venison. Was terrible. It was, was bad. That was terrible. Really? Yeah. Uh, That's a shame. Sandy, as uh, as an Arby's sandwich artist, uh, <laughs> when whenever a new sandwich comes out, do you actually sample it to uh, gauge its quality? Yeah. Um, I always like if I'm selling something, I want to know how it tastes. Okay. Um, even though I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so you're, cashier, over, the, you're over there getting high on your own supply. Uh, no, mainly it's just like eating regret. Okay. <laughs> well, it's like it's like going to GameStop, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like when Shanae used to work at GameStop. This is the first time I met Shanae is when she was working at GameStop. When she was a game advisor. And I would go there, and and you know we'd talk about this or that game, and uh, she seemed to at least have some idea about. You know what games I was talking about, what games she was talking about. Sure. Now I go to GameStop, and obviously not every GameStop, but a lot of them, where these people like don't know what the hell is going on. Does that bother you? It bothers me when I go to a GameStop and say, "Hey, do you guys have any PlayStation TVs?" And they say, "What's a PlayStation TV?" And I tell them, and they're like, "That doesn't exist." And I have to pull it up on their website and show it to them. That bothers me. I wish I was there for that. Yeah. Because that sounds really funny. It's like when you were buying your 4K TV and the guy was telling you all the content. Oh, man, that was so fucking funny. Ryan goes into cons to buy a 4K television. Cons is a local electronics there's retailer. There's your problem. This is a couple years ago. and It was the only one nearby. I'm not going all the way to Best And the Buy. guy's telling Ryan about all the 4K content that yeah. Netflix has. Yeah. So yeah. I pull up the list of everything that Netflix had in 4K. At the time, it was five things. Yeah. And I showed it to him. I said, all this content? It stopped him up real yeah. good. Uh, he thought he got a he thought he got a couple of suckers. I mean, he made the sale anyway. But you bought that TV. Well, I mean, I was I bought the TV because of the TV. I didn't buy the TV because of him. Right. Uh, he didn't. He certainly did not. Actually, you practically sold me the TV. <coughs> yeah. Uh, he didn't sell me the TV. Well, those guys work off commission. That's why they're so pushy. Do they really? Yeah. It's a good TV. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoy it. Uh, I. But uh, I don't know how much 4K content you've enjoyed on Netflix. I mean, certainly more in the last year or so wouldn't know yeah. stranger things in 4k i would assume so but i don't know for a fact uh i know the smurfs is that was one of the that things was one on of the, the list that was one of the things also uh some ambient nature videos those, those uh, were also 4k yeah planet earth yeah. uh they had a 4k fireplace sure which i got zero use out of because why well next time you have a lady over you put on some honey dip. You put on the 4K <laughs> fireplace. Yeah. You're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. Um, I wonder if that would actually work. Like, it's, it's, it feels so cozy in here, Ryan. Don't knock it till you try it. Sure. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. I just feel like I would feel dumb, like, <laughs> taking my remote and be like, hold on, let me set the mood. <laughs> Click. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be the first person who's done it. No, I'm sure I'm not. Yeah. But, uh, well... I'm sure I'm not. I wouldn't be the first person to do that, to have it on in the background. Uh, I feel like I, I feel like there might are probably not a lot of people who did it specifically to set the mood, though. Mm. Well, I mean, now you just bust out those Mar- that Mario cereal. That's true. Oh, yeah. Want a bowl? Yeah. <laughs> a bowl of question blocks for the lady? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. By the way, Sandy... 
Sandy brought Ryan Mario cereal. Uh-huh. So now all three of us have Mario cereal. Yeah. Uh, the three of us here. Sinead doesn't have any. Yeah, she doesn't have any because uh, she decided to get diarrhea, but I got it. It's upside down. Here we go. Uh, I like this one here. The uh, panic in the pipes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So there's a maze for you to do uh, while you eat your cereal, uh, but you're not going to eat it. You know what's really funny? But you should. It, it, Who makes you this? guys can tell me if this is Kellogg. Yeah. You guys can tell me if this is ridiculous. I found and ordered on Amazon a uh, acrylic cereal box box, which people typically Acry- use wait. to put Wheaties boxes in. Oh, okay. Wait, wait yeah. hold on. Acrylic cereal box. It's like, box. A, like a protective box and display case for cereal boxes. Oh. You gonna put your Mario cereal in one of them? More for protection than display, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom, how what is how, what is the price you expect Mario cereal to peak at? Okay, so here's the thing, right? You can go on eBay and look at prices for the old Nintendo cereals, and they're not very high. Uh, but I think that this being an amiibo mm-hmm. will drive the price up. In fact, on eBay, you can already find people selling this for $30, which for a box of cereal is kind of stupid. Uh, and But, you know, $30 for a product that's, what, a month old? Sure. You know? Uh, I think in a few years, people that really want that amiibo will will buy it. How much How much do you think the Nuka-Colas are going for? Oh, man. I don't know. It's a good question. Um. I think this will go for more, though, just because there's functionality to it. Dumb functionality, but functionality nonetheless. Sure. And there's a collector thing, right? There's people that want all the Amiibos, even the Animal Crossing Amiibo cards and all mm-hmm. that. People want all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so eventually, I think it'll be worth something. Yeah. And if not, I like looking at it. It's very nostalgic, even though it's not something we had as a kid. It is something we had as a kid. Yeah. You know? uh, actually, I I like New Mario. You know, I I like how I like how bright and vibrant and you know. Well, I know you weren't like like you weren't a huge Nintendo kid, Mm-mm. you know. But uh, you were more, a lot of Sega, shit. Sega, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I look at this and it makes me think of because Mario used to be Nintendo used to be on everything, yeah. right? And then they stepped away from that shit. Uh, now they're slowly doing it again with mm-hmm. the the toys and the pajamas and all that shit but I don't know I like looking at that box even if I never sell it it is it's like it's really pleasing it it's, makes me happy yeah it's really pleasing to look at yeah uh, I kind of wish Cappy wasn't there I like Cappy uh, I, I like would, that fella. I, I would rather it just be his regular his regular hat but, yeah um, you know I, I read something that uh the cartoon characters on cereal boxes are always looking downward uh, so as to meet the gaze of children. Oh, yeah. I heard oh. that as well. Yeah. Um, I also think that what they should have done was, like, do a Mario and do, like, a Luigi and maybe a Wario and have it be, like, you know, Count Chocula, Booberry, whatever. Oh, man. I would fucking... I would go fucking ham all over Mario <laughs> cereal. Uh I can just see like beating down kids for the Waluigi one. Sure. Oh man. Sure. <laughs> I would fight a kid for a Waluigi cereal. Um what was the last time you had a bowl of booberry? Oh shit. Uh it had to be well <laughs> over a decade ago. Well, it's like when I got these, it was the last three at Walmart. And yeah. I was I was I was like, I'll get one. Oh, there's another one. 
And another one. I was like, yeah. man. I was I mean, looking, they're cheap. looking around. I was like, yeah. oh, there's no kids here being like, I want that, Bobby. I don't think it ever came to HEB. I think it may have been exclusive to Walmart. Mm-hmm. I'm not what's positive, like, but. What's like the uh, uh, Oreo O's when they came back? That was a Walmart exclusive. Oh, no shit. Oreo O's are fucking gross. No, they're all right. Huh. I remember me and my dad were actually excited when the Reese's cereal came out back in the day. Oh, yeah. We were psyched for that shit. Uh, because it's Reese's for breakfast. Yeah, candy for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other video game cereals has there been? Well, there was a Zelda Mario thing back in the day. Donkey Kong had the barrels that taste like Captain Crunch. That I don't remember. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'd be surprised if there was never a Sonic thing. You know who would be a really cool cereal? I bet hmm. if Princess Peach got a cereal. I don't want peach flavored cereal. It's not gonna be peach, yeah. like peaches. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this isn't. It's not Mario flavored cereal, right? I never tasted Mario. I've tasted a peach. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although I feel like, I feel like a Raiden cereal would be cool. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. What do you think? What like what? What do you think would would there be any marshmallows in that cereal? I feel like it's an easy thing when you have a mascot to throw some marshmallows in there. Yeah, it'd be a bunch of lightning bolts. Yeah, or like MK symbols or something. Yeah. Oh, man, a little... <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Kano Crunch. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be rad. Uh, the milk would turn red. Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, I would eat a Kano cereal. Uh, Solio's. <laughs> I, would eat, I would eat a Johnny Cage cereal. Sure. Uh, or a Ryu cereal. Was there a Street Fighter cereal? I don't think so. I don't think so. Hmm. I feel like they had that cartoon. That would have been a good time to have the cereal. I just remember the Mario Zelda one. I can't think of another. There's a, there's yeah, a Zelda one? The, the, yeah. cere- the cereals I remember were always like either movie-based or like TV show-based. Yeah, right. Movie cereals? Yeah, they had like a Batman cereal. Yeah, dude, you can still go get Star Wars cereal. Um, I remember they had a... Uh, Tiny Toon Avengers cereal when that came out. Nice. Um, I think there should be a cereal for all the things that I like. Did Ninja Turtles ever get a cereal? Yes. They must have, yeah. Mm. Do you guys want that Rocksteady Turtles game to hap- like to be- actually be a thing that exists? I absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but there, I don't know. I mean, it could happen. You know what? Shit, that actually might happen. Fuck. Didn't we hear recently hear rumors about a Superman game? Yeah, that's what I've heard, was that Rocksteady was working on a Superman game. Which I would be happy with as well. But with Turtles coming to Injustice 2, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Turtles. I would like it to be Turtles. Me too. Um, Not to mention like how quickly that license was taken away from Activision. Yeah. Like, very quick. That game was on the market for less than six months, you know? The, the Platinum one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had a friend who played it and loved it. Yeah. Um, but I, I just heard bad about it. Well, that's exactly what I mean, right? Like games that review poorly, but like someone's loving them. Someone's loving them, and that someone might be me sometimes. But, uh, uh, yeah. There's been so many just bad turtles games, though. There have, but there's been a lot of good ones. Yeah, there's been a lot of good ones. I can't say that I've actually played a turtles game that I thought was bad. Well, there was a runner for iOS that I didn't care for. Mm-hmm. Uh. I've heard not great things about the new arcade game. I don't know. 
tournament fighters I never cared for. Oh, yeah, I didn't like tournament fighters. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I... I feel like it's been a while since I got since I've had the chance to play a new Ninja Turtles game. I I skipped the Platinum game, um, although I didn't actually mean to. I guess I just never got around to playing it. And, I like the art style. Yeah, um, but I would very I would like because I like new Nickelodeon Turtles, which is now rebooted again. Yeah. They yeah. rebooted it again? They are just now going through a reboot. So, like, you can on their social media see all the new actors and, like, there's oh, go- it's going to be animated differently. It's a new reboot, yeah. Yeah, that that uh, that last show was a lot of fun to watch. But you know what? That last one had a good run. It was mm-hmm. on for a yeah. while. I think 2012 was when it came out. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, it had the likes of Seth Green and... Uh, and one of the better turtle shows. Yeah. Well, I know? liked how they they started to tie in like the old right, like the different dimensions and all that. Eighty-seven turtles, which works because Ninja Turtles for a long time has had like different dimensions, so it yeah. makes sense them you know coming together. Yeah, but I would like yeah. Rocksteady to do a turtles game, uh, and I. It's funny because I have an easier time envisioning a turtles game than I have envisioning what a Superman game would be. Superman is hard because flight is hard to do. Yeah, in video games, like because like. How do you make him control and not feel like a plane? Yeah. You know, or not feel like a helicopter. You want it to feel natural, and that's difficult to do with human human yeah. flight in 3D space. Uh, but I've said for a long time, I would, I would love them to do Green Arrow. Yeah, we'll see. Like I can, and I can more easily imagine a Green Arrow game too. Because well, you can like copy paste Batman. Well, the, you know? my, <laughs> my, my problem with Superman is like, like based on my experiences with the previous Rock City games that I played, which is all, which is just those Batman games. Uh, who do you give him to fight? Yeah, exactly. It, he can't fight normal goons. Uh, he, I think he can. Depends on what, like what universe you're setting it in and, yeah. and when it takes place. Right. Because there are Superman comics where when he's young, he's not, he's like nowhere near as tough and can bleed and can like, be like hurt, that American you know? alien. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like if we set it around, like, like, Teenage Superman, yeah. Teenage Clark Kent, uh, or like they could, what they could also, I guess they could also go the angle of, um, uh, I don't know. I guess they could go and go to the angle of like Shadow of the Colossus, kind of, where like every fight is just against like someone like a really powerful, like a boss fight, like every, it was like every fight is a boss fight. That'd be cool. Like set him against Metallo or make him fight Lex Luthor in Loki. his super suit. Yeah, yeah. not Loki. Uh, fuck. What the fuck's the idiot? Lobo. Lobo. Yeah, Lobo yeah. killed him one time, so... But, uh, yeah, I think Turtles would be way cooler. Um, and now... And and I, you know, all... If I didn't think about it until today, but, like, with, with that license being pulled mm-hmm. and Turtles appearing in Injustice when they did, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised at all if that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I would like that. I'm. That's I, my new prediction for that. It's Turtles. Okay. I would like you to be right. Yeah. Um, I had also, I'm really done waiting for Turtles and Injustice. I just want to see what that is. Yeah. Because uh, the most, the, the the thing that I'm most curious about is, are we taking up one character slot or four? I just love that they made him look like the old movie Turtles. Mm-hmm. Like, that's exactly what I want from that game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I'm, I'm interested to actually have you put some time into that game. Uh, I, I mean, I, you can just play it on mine, but I think it just clicked. I think what they'll do for turtles 
is it's going to take one character slot, but there'll just be different skins. That's exactly because, what I said yeah. with different because styles. Like yeah, with, uh, like with Flash, you can get the zoom or the reverse Flash costumes. Right. I think that's how it'll be. Well, I think it'll be more like uh, in Mortal Kombat X, where they have different fighting styles. So, like, there's the cyborg that yep. they call Triborg. Yeah. But like, one plays a Sector, one plays a Cyrax, and mm-hmm. one plays a Smoke. Mm-hmm. I think they'll do something like that. And they'll, and I guess they'll just they'll be the one character in the game that does that, but yeah. it would still make sense, you know. Right. Uh, just kind of like in the in uh, Tekken, how Akuma is the only one with the EX meter. Right. So, I mean, I mean, you could do it, and like, and I and I think it would make sense to anybody who saw it. It's like, you know, what else are you gonna do? I just wanted to hear the writing from Michelangelo. You want you you think they you think that they want him to do his party dude, a nature and some justice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I'm anxious to I'm anxious to check that time. out. Yeah. Uh, also, like, when are we gonna get Tim Drake in Injustice? Yeah, because uh, we got Damien, we've got Jason Todd. No Tim Drake. But Tim Drake's the one you want, you know. He's mm-hmm. the he's the funny one. Yeah. Because uh, Damien's too serious. Uh, Jason Todd's kind of uh, it's kind of too intense. Uh, I want to get some Tim Drake in there. Um, I like th- you know I like that game a lot you know uh and I wasn't even sure how how I would how I would uh if I would actually like that game I know I'll like that game um I just know I won't like it competitively yeah you know that doesn't mean it's a bad game I, I like recently started thinking about fighting games so I've been going through playing the old Nether Realms fighting games uh quite a bit of them mm-hmm. and like. Fighting games are weird because they're one of the only genres where we demand that the multiplayer be a good thing. Why can't the single player be good in a fighting game? Like, why can't that be the focal point of a fighting game? With, like, Tekken 7, I played that online quite a bit, but, like, there is enough content in most Tekken games, enough single player content Mm -hmm. in, in most Tekken games to be good on their own. And like it's one of the only genres that we look at in that way. There was a time where every shooter had to have multiplayer. I was, I was just right? gonna, say, I was just gonna put, but was not gonna anymore. Yeah, because like, it, it, like if you were to release, if uh, Bethesda were to release Wolfenstein back in 2007, yeah, uh, then like releasing that multiplayer, like people were like, "What the hell are you doing?" Right. I mean, it's it's essentially what killed Irrational. I and mean, yes, I know Irrational is still there, but it's essentially what killed that studio. Yeah. Uh, but, but like fighting games, like we we demand there to be multiplayer, and we demand there to be online multiplayer, and like, you know what's funny though is that like in the the actual quality of the multiplayer, notwithstanding, yeah. but the fact of the matter is is that Doom came out a couple of years ago with multiplayer in it, but everybody just talks about the single player, yeah, you know, which I still think is a travesty, yeah, but I think single player is pretty rad. Single player is great in that game. I just think like when I think about Doom, I think about Deathmatch. You know? Yeah. That's it, where that comes from is I, Doom. I think they, I think they made some really weird design choices with yeah. that. And then like like when they tried to when they went back and were like, let's make a uh, a multiplayer experience that's more like what Doom was before. Right. By that time nobody was playing it, so it's like Right, right, right. You but know. yeah, like with, with all these Nether Nether Realms fighters, I'm like, man, because like, I've been playing Mortal Kombat 9. There's no online community for that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm having fun with all the single-player content. Played Mortal Kombat X. Uh, played a little bit online with that, but mostly single-player. Having a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. And like, 
I don't think there's a way you can balance a roster that big. Yeah. I don't think there's a way you can balance all the different armor sets in Injustice 2. Uh, I'd like to get some... I'd like to see... Uh, Get, get some takes on that. Yeah. Uh, but I have no issue playing it single player and enjoying it that way. And I think that you would because a single yeah. player, it's not like the story. I don't play Street Fighter competitively. The story isn't fantastic or anything, but it is, yeah. it's fun. It's got some, it's got, got branching paths which I've never seen in a fighting game before. Sure. Um, oh, what do you think of the uh, arcade mode for Street Fighter Five? How it's going to have, I saw it was like, you could choose like stories from each of the, the core games. Really? That's what I read. I'm not sure what they mean, how it'll go. I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, that's only a few days away at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I am super excited for it. I know that. I think, like, this will put that game... I don't want to say it'll put it back on the map. It's never really left, right? Like, that game, as flat as the release fell, it's still big in the community. People bought that game. Not not to the extent of other fighting games, but it did well. Uh, I think that this will give it another push a bigger push right because you have characters that people were missing you have a story mode which a lot of people do care about well it's uh, like i had i had bought five and at one point yeah I, I was like well my cousin and i grew up on it yeah and uh yeah about five day one with the strategy guide and uh, yeah and when i got in there a I, new I controller was like, well, i was like they now that at that point they'd already included the the story mode right um the story mode in that it was stupid. It yeah, was it was, I, I was, was like, like thirty minutes in, three to five fights. Yeah, some less than that. So yeah. more like two or three fights. Yeah, and uh, I just I was it really just unimpressed me. Yeah, it was not impressive. But and I think from a single player standpoint, that game was not impressive. But I've said many times on the on the show, I don't think that every game needs to be single player. No, I don't think every game needs to be multiplayer. You no. know, uh, Call of Duty. While the campaigns can be fun. There's no reason that that game can't just be, like, just make it a multiplayer game. Well, I I could say that nobody buys those for single player, but, People do. But at the same time, like, I feel like I would probably, if I were to buy a Call of Duty now, that's probably where I'd spend most of my time. But you get what I'm saying, right? Like, Team Fortress 2. Doesn't need a single player. Overwatch. There is no single player for these games. And it's fine. And they don't need them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Street Fighter, I don't think, needs a single player, but a lot of people disagree with me. Yeah. And that's a big market. A big part of the market wants that arcade mode. So, you know. So put, put it, it in there. In. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I, I suck for yeah. going online. Yeah. And uh, to buy a game where it's like, I, if I'm going to jump in and play and just get annihilated. Yeah. And like not have a chance to do single player. Have you played much fi- uh, of five online? Uh, I didn't play any online. Try it, man. Try it. Because I think you'll know. Like, I think you'll do better than you think you will. I think uh, Street Fighter is very much... And this is an amateur's perspective of Street Fighter. But I feel like Street Fighter is one of those games where there's a lot of technique and strategy involved, but a lot of the input and uh, and movesets, they don't feel as technical as other fighting games that I've played. Mm. And and by that, it feels like a lot more accessible than like a Killer Instinct to me or a, or a Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and... Well, it's like with fighting games too. It is a lot of different games have used like the same, yeah, like quarter circle, whatever, yeah. yeah. And they've never really deviated far from that, right? Um, they've added in like the super moves, the ultra moves, and yeah. all that. See, but that's thing with five. I think, and I th- the reason I think five is so easy to get into is because it strips away so many mechanics. You still have blocks, and you know, 
quarter circle movements and things of that nature. But like, you've got your health bar, you've got the super meter, and you've got what the hell are they called in this game? V triggers, right? V trigger mm-hmm. V skills. I've heard, and I read something about V trigger two. You're right, and that's and that's it though, right? Whereas like you and I both talk about Alpha three, and I love Alpha three, but it's like you've got a huge roster, and then that roster, each character has an Aism. Uh, Xism or Yism, which are all different, so it's super meters that work different ways that are selectable in different ways, uh-huh. or even like Ultra Four, right? Uh, Ultra Four, Ultra Four lets you pick any of the balancing for all the characters from any of the versions of Four, so you can play Ryu from Vanilla Four, mm-hmm. Ryu, Ryu from Arcade Four, like Super Four, you know, and it just it, it complicates things so much. Uh, whereas Street Fighter Five is so stripped down to like just basic mechanics. I feel like it is pretty easy to get into online. And I'm not saying like you're going to, you know, get to a platinum rank in a week. Like that's not going to happen. But I think you'll you'll progress much quicker than you think you will. Thomas, what is Rainbow Edition? Rainbow Edition? Yeah, Rainbow version. Let me hold on. There was a time when you and I fell in love. Okay. So there was Rainbow Rocket? I know what that is. No, it was um Hold on. Let's see. Street Fighter. Rainbow Mika? Yeah, Street Fighter 4 Rainbow Edition. I don't know. Yeah, it was actually called... Yeah, it was called Street Fighter 4 Rainbow Edition. On what platforms? Uh, that wasn't a console thing. I don't know. And if it was a PC thing, I bet you it was a mod. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to look into it. Uh, I know 4 is like one of the most heavily modded fighting games outside of like a beats of rage type thing but what's beats of rage beats of rage is these homebrew uh like side scrolling beat em up type games so it's like you know think like like mugen you know what mugen is yeah it's like that for brawlers okay oh, yeah okay. that's neat yeah there's a lot of them very yeah. popular very popular to print and sell them uh, for Dreamcast. Hmm. Uh, I remember uh, watching uh, a video for Mugen, and it was Homer, Sist- Homer Simpson versus Duke Nukem. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so that was neat. Who wins that fight? I don't remember, but Homer was going pretty hard, though. So yeah. Uh, also saw uh, there was a I saw a Peter Griffin versus uh, Sonic once. Sure, why not? <laughs> like, and I'm like, how do they? How are people? I don't know. How are, how are people making these moves and doing all these things? And it's neat. It's really cool. Um, I remember there was some... My friend gave it to me back in high school. It was like a Dragon Ball Z Mugen. Yeah. And you could do real yeah. good until you get to Broly, and then he just one-shots you. <laughs> and I was just like, well, that kind of killed my desire for this game. James, are you planning on picking up uh, Dragon Ball Fighters? Uh, I, probably not day one. Yeah. Um, I I want to give it a shot first. The, you know the beta is going on this weekend, so you can yeah, give it a shot. play around with it. Yeah, give it a shot. Cool. Only on console, but you yeah. can play around with it. You've got a console, right? I've got to have many many consoles. One or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you should play it. Uh, also, James, I need to know: uh, Are we playing Monster Hunter this month? Uh, I've never played Monster Hunter, so I don't. I'll know. show you the ropes. Okay, it's a time sink. Yeah, but it it can be rewarding. Yeah. Um, I'll take you under my wing, and I'll, I'll help you hunt monsters. Uh, I'm really excited. Wait, are these pocket monsters? No. Mm-mm. Some of them are small. 
Yeah, some of them are little. No, no, none small enough to fit in your pocket, though. Um, you going to get that Horizon cat? Sure. I'll probably get that Mega Man cat. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Mega Man was in that. Well, you know, more, more or less. Uh, was it... Was it three Ultimate? Which one was the one where they put the Zelda stuff in there? Mm, I feel like that was four. Yeah. Um, and I think I feel like that was also the one where uh, they they let you have your cat be Ryu. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I know the PlayStation version is allowing you to play as Aloy if you care about that. Um, I don't. So I. I don't feel like I particularly care about that, but I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, so that might be fun for them. It might not be. We'll see. I'm kind of disappointed PC version's not coming out day and date. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Tom, I know that you prefer to play the games on your computer, uh, which is understandable. Not all games. But, okay. Well, I should let you know, um, if you want to play Monster Hunter with me, you know where I'll be. Okay. Yeah, but I I really do think this game's going to be crossplay. Okay, so if it is, you still you know where I'll be. Okay. Okay. Street Fighter's crossplay. Oh yeah, it is. Cuz it uh, cuz it was just it was only PlayStation and computer, right? Yeah, well, you know, cuz James and I were talking about it. He's like, "Well, where are you going to get it?" I was like, "I think I'm going to get it on PC." And he's like, "Well, maybe I'll get it on PC." But I was like, "Well, you can get it on PlayStation because I'm pretty like 5 was crossplay. So I would have to assume that Arcade Edition will be crossplay." But mm. Yeah. Uh, are you still going to get uh, MVC Ultimate? Infinite, rather? At some point, but I'm not in a rush. Yeah. Are you yeah. any more interested in that game than you were before? No, uh, not at all. Like, it, it looks fun. I think I'll have fun with it mechanically. Uh, but, like, it's sad that, like, as the months go by after that game's release, uh, we see more and more characters that are broken. Yeah. You know, first it was just Spider-Man, but okay. little by little now it's Venom. Like, they keep <laughs> adding more and more characters that are broken. I feel like they're just rushing them out. I don't know. Well, I do feel like that game was rushed. I feel like yeah. that game was a response to the success of the NetherRealms games. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. Video games. Look, making video games is hard. Because um, Capcom's never made a fighter in that way, right? Yeah. They've never had a story mode like that. Mm-hmm. Coincidental that NetherRealms games are so successful, and then they copy that formula? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it is a coincidence, but... Serendipitous. That game does seem rushed out, especially considering, like, I would assume that's Dimps. I don't know for a fact that it's Dimps, but I'll if, look it, up. You know, if it is, like, they just put out five. They still work on, they still work on five. Yeah. Even now, they're still working on five. Yeah. You know? Oh, after after Marvel vs. Capcom 3, they changed the the formula for that game so much from the other ones. Yeah. That it, I don't know, it, it didn't feel the same. I really love three, but it was, I still liked it. But yeah. it wasn't. I, I like. I don't like was... X Factor. I wish X Factor was gone. Yeah. But other than that, well, uh, how do you feel about X Factor, Ryan? What is that? X Factor is a comeback mechanic in Marvel vs. Capcom three. So like, it's a risk reward thing. If mm. you if you are your health is low, you can activate X Factor, which gives you more speed and more damage. Mm-hmm. But your health has to be low to activate it. Mm-hmm. But you saw all these comebacks uh, from people who had very little health, yeah. activated X Factor, and then won the match. Yeah, I mean, if you, I feel like uh, it, felt, it felt cheap. It felt like it cheapened the experience. Or dramatic comeback, 
Everybody likes a dramatic comeback, dude. Well, that's the whole thing. A lot of people speculate that it was put in for spectators. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, because you when you're playing a fi- when you're when you're watching a fighting game, you want to see the spectacle, right? You know, uh, you talk about uh, things that draw you into different fighting games. Like for example, with with uh, with uh, Tekken Seven, mm. like the the uh, what do you call it? Rage arts. Rage arts. Those are flashy as hell. But right? that that is rage arts are essentially like super meter. Yeah, but know? they can bring you back from the brink. Sure, if they you can. Them, right. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and I feel like also. Uh, like other fighting games have stuff like that in there uh, for that purpose too. Now I can't again. I don't know enough about fighting games right. to know whether or not that cheapens the experience. It might just, but as someone who is looking on and and as a spectator who doesn't know a lot about fighting games, it is more fun to watch. But I'll see that and I'll be like, that guy is down for the count, right. and then he does the X factor and he comes back and wins it. No, it is more fun to watch. Yeah. I don't think there's anything anyone denying that. What it's just not more fun to play. What do y'all think of Dissidia? So I played the first Dissidia on PSP, as I think a lot of people did, and that's the only experience I have with it. But uh, what is Dissidia again? The Final Fantasy Fighter. It's like 3D. Yeah, because they've got the new mm, one coming yeah. out. It's not, uh, it's not like Ergies. God bless the ring. No, it's not like that at all. Okay. But uh, yeah, Dissidia is cool. I, I I wonder how many people will actually buy it. But was it coming out on? For uh, sure, PS4. Mm-hmm. I think PC. I'm not positive, mm. but it, it's a port of an arcade game. Okay. Yeah. When did this game come out? The arcade game. I think it's been out for a couple while. years. Mm. But uh, I'm not like super hyped for it. But I'd like to play it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. You seem to want. You seem to be down to try pretty much any fighting game. Like, look. Here's the thing, right? And I think that James would agree with me on this is that the only fighting game that you need is Street Fighter Alpha 3, and okay. that's coming back. Okay. So that's all you need. Okay. You know what I'd Go like? for broke. <laughs> that's right. I'd really like for them to bring uh, Capcom vs. SNK 2 back. Yeah, that'd be cool. I never played much of that. Uh, also, like with Nintendo doing all these Wii U ports, mm-hmm. this was a Wii game, but like Tatsunoku I've never played, and mm-hmm. I'd love to play that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know any of those characters because I don't live in Japan. But sure, it looks fun. Well, I mean, you don't know any, you don't know hardly any Dragon Ball characters, but you're looking forward to that Dragon Dragon Ball Fighters. Just because it looks like it plays like, I feel like Marvel, you, you really got to accentuate the Z in that. Yeah, uh, people don't really do that. They're saying it like an S. Well, people were calling it Fighter Z, and then they realized that was wrong. Sure, yeah. but I can understand them why they would say that. Well, sure, it's not even the same font as the rest of the word. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I hate arbitrary naming conventions. Yeah, like guilty gear exerd sign. Yeah, yeah. Tom, I was actually wondering how you knew it was pronounced ease. Like, did like did you hear the creator say that, or like is that just something that I don't know? Somewhere along the way, someone corrected me. I'm sure. Yeah, I didn't know as a kid that it was ease, but then again, as a kid, I didn't know about ease. You yeah. know. Yeah. Because I, I was wondering, like, how, like, sometimes how, like, those kind of pronunciations are... Remember when we watched that video about how people pronounce video game stuff wrong a lot? Yeah. And, like, at the same time, like, I... Most of the time when you see the names of stuff, it's in print. So you, you're only left to speculate. Right. And there's nobody you... There's not really anybody you can ask. Well, like, I feel like in the 90s, most American kids called him Ryu, you know? Oh, my sister and I always called him Ryu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now you know better. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And like, there's a bunch of that stuff, right? What's like what's Raiden, it? Raiden. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like when uh, my sister and I played the Ronma one half. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to my cousin. I was like, ah, oh, this person, a cane. And he's like, it's a Kane. I was like, oh. Dude, I've not heard anybody mention that game or anime like since the 90s. That's crazy. It's funny, like with, uh, with Tekken. Super Nintendo, right? Yeah. Yeah. With Tekken, there's Asuka, but everyone says Asuka. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. That's funny how words work. Well, they call them Lars, and it's actually like Larsh. Larsh. Yeah. It's spelt Lars, but it's Norwegian, so the way you pronounce it is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we should all just speak one language. Sure. The language of the squid kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Like, be she squid or be she kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we're going to go ahead, and I think this would be a good stopping point. All right. Uh, Sandy, thank you very much for uh, for joining us today. Um, I want you to come back when Shanae is here. Yeah. And I'll just produce. It'll be the three of you. Yeah. And you be me. Mm-hmm. I'll be like... Uh, actually, Shanae. Uh, no, Sandy's gonna be me. Okay, so, so, okay, Sandy. This is how you, this, you're gonna be. You, Shanae's gonna be. Shanae. This is this is how you be, Tom. Uh, no. <sighs> see, I disagree, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like it. There, there, there was one where I think you and Shanae were going off about something. And Tom's just like we uh-huh. talked about that on another show, and he oh, just like yeah. immediately cut him off. Yeah. yeah, I do that to her a lot. Uh, I try to be nice to her, but it doesn't work. If you want to see something funny, Sandy, uh, watch the laser layers of fear video. Oh, because the padlock. Yeah. The combination lock, rather. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Shanae doesn't know how to com- a combination lock works, and I tried to explain it to her, and she got really mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the old high school locker locks. Like the to, dial? Be fa- to be fair, like I haven't used one since high school, so I was kind of barely remembering how it worked. I feel like three, two, one's easy to remember. Sure. You know. Sure. Uh, all the locks I operate use keys now, though. So, like, I sure. that's a forgotten skill. That's a forgotten art. Um, As a realtor, all the locks I use just used my phone. That's cool. You know? I wish my I wish all all my other locks used my phone. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So also, you gotta um, you have to be you have to be prepared to say uh, actually, and uh, no, that's not right. Then you're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, also, uh, did you know that and you have to have a fact ready? Because Tom knows a lot about stuff. You just want to tear into me today, Ryan? <laughs> I'm giving you compliments. Doesn't sound like compliments. What are you talking about? I said you know a lot about stuff. Maybe you That's what I liked when y'all were playing Kirby. And I was like, you'll need to do this. Oh yeah, and what uh, happened? He remember he was coaching us with Kirby. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's we'll sit there because I, I was like, because the DDD fight took us forever. It did. Uh, that was, I was sitting there watching you. I was like, Don't, no. I was, no like, I was like, to be fair, dude. To be fair, uh, we followed your instructions to to avoid his belly, and we still got gorped. So yeah, there's video evidence. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like there's video evidence of get us getting gorped following your instructions. Uh, I don't remember if you helped us to get oh. through the Nightmare King, though. James. Nightmare King was... Well, you didn't really need help for that. James, you have, a, you have a Switch 
controller, Switch Pro controller? Uh, no. But you do have like the Joy-Con grip and all that, <clears throat> right? You have a Switch, don't you? Yeah, I got a Switch. Okay. Why don't you bring it over so you and Tom can play video well, games? Well, no, I was thinking when Kirby Star Allies comes out, the three of us can all play that together. Because it's multiplayer and you can combine powers, all right? Yeah, I'll be at home with your No, you can combined. come over. We'll film it. I'm just, I'm just asking if he has it because we need more controllers. You play it on one console. I see. Yeah. Where's Shanae when this is happening? She can come. I think it's up to four people. Okay. There's a friend train. How do you feel about that? What is that? What's a friend train? I'm not exactly sure how it works, but it's all four characters trained up. You go in a little friend train. Sounds good. I'm down. I'm always down for curbs. Yeah. Uh, I like Kirby a lot, and I wish he would be friends with me. I wish Kirby lived with me, because um, he seems like he'd be cool to hang out with. He does not. He seems, seems horrifying. How's that? Well, he sucks you, and he steals your knowledge. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, I mean, if if he sucks me, was my knowledge ever really mine to begin with? I don't know. I mean, I guess, look, if Kirby, if you were a Kirby copy ability, mm-hmm. what do you think that he would do? eat mcdonald's <laughs> uh i think he would eat mcdonald's and masturbate <laughs> sure sure <laughs> that's our show for this week guys uh once again this has been the safe continue podcast as always it is a pleasure to spend our time with you my name is ryan robinson this here's tom shelby see you next week that's sandy bye later <laughs>